What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and this is a special edition episode that needed to be done as a result of an article that I just read regarding affordable housing in New Orleans. As many of you know, I'm a real estate investor and a real estate agent in the city of New Orleans, and these types of conversations are truly critical to me as an activist, as well as just someone with a conscience who lives and works in the city of New Orleans. So Housing NOLA released its semi-annual report that showed the city is well behind reaching its quota on building um, affordable housing um, you know, apartments and whatever else the case may be based on the city's budget. And whatnot. And so it's, it breaks it down in the specific numbers. You can check out the article that I'm looking at on bigeasymagazine.com for the specifics about, um, how many current units they have, how many they were supposed to have by this time. Um, according to the report, the city is currently a little over 5,000 units short of its goal for 2018. And I have to comment on this because Uh, Number one, yes, we do need to build more affordable housing units, but at the crux of this issue is the fact that this city still does not have a living wage and that a lot of the people who are in need of these affordable housing units could simply be paid more by the service industry and other industries in this city since it is the people, a lot of the people living in these affordable housing units are the reason why the city is able to rake in billions of dollars from tourists every year, as well as just the economy of the city itself, just from the locals living in New Orleans and in the surrounding areas. This is a billion and billion dollar industry. The city has money. The issue is that, number one, you've got the service industry, which is grossly underpaying its people. Um, And you've got these other industries that are paying the bare minimum minimum wage. And the reason why I'm separating the two between the service industry and the typical minimum wage is because the federal minimum wage is $7.25 an hour, which the state of Louisiana still follows and has not raised its own minimum wage. And the city has not either um, is because in the service industry, they don't even have to abide by the federal minimum wage. Um, And they keep on claiming that they're trying to reduce cost by not abiding by the federal minimum wage. Number one, that's highly unethical. Just bottom line, it's a minimum wage for a reason. Nobody should be paid less than that per hour. And it is against the federal law. The service industry continues to have this loophole that it's able to fall into um, and, and allowing people to subsidize their income through tips. Um, it's unethical and frankly, it's unnecessary. Now I've heard some people in the service industry say, um, they're okay with the tipping culture and, but a lot of them are not. So, um, whatever the case may be, people, experts have done the research and found that the cost per, um, plate or whatever else is not that, um, that substantial to warrant them not at least abiding by the federal minimum wage and then allowing people to tip in addition to that. So don't buy into it. Um, besides that, especially in certain parts of the city, um, there is no reason why any business that is existing within the, the, the tourist re- sections of the city, there's no reason why they shouldn't be paid, paying their service industry personnel a lot better than they are currently because they're making bank. Don't let them tell you otherwise. Okay. Um, but another reason why there is such a need for affordable housing is the fact that a lot of the real estate 
has the real estate prices and the, the cost of property per square foot has increased because there are people who are buying properties to do Airbnbs and they're paying more than they should be for the property because they are paying what they expect a hotel would make. Basically, like whenever a hotel buys a property, right, they know that they're going to be able to charge people per room in their facility, say anywhere from like 100 to 100 to $200 a night. So obviously, that property is worth a hell of a lot because it is a hotel commercial property. But when you look at Airbnb, whenever, okay, there's a difference between an owner occupier who does Airbnb, like a person who lives on the property and then rents out the um, other units. There's a difference between that and somebody who's just buying up properties and charging outrageous amounts for it. So the Airbnb market has affected the real estate industry in a, to an extent that if a person buys a property, let's say, for example, for $300,000 in the city of New Orleans, and they have to make profit on that. So they have to charge rent. Well, in order to make a profit, you have to be able to afford um, paying your mortgage and your insurance and whatever else, you know, the costs are, the property taxes and whatnot, um, and and then be able to make profit in addition to that. So you have to charge in excess of your property expenses. So if you have tenants living in your property and you bought this property for $300,000, these people are going to have to pay an absurd amount of rent per month in order for you to make a profit on your investment. And that's the point of investing. You want to turn a profit. But if you're the person who paid $300,000 for a property, let's say that had four units in it, that's reasonable because people can pay a reasonable rent a reasonable cost of living for that space and you can still make a profit as an investor. However, when you're in competition with somebody who's buying a four unit property for $600,000 because they think that they're going to Airbnb it out, it's <coughs> it's raising the price per square foot in that neighborhood, which makes it virtually impossible for a standard investor like myself who's going to buy a property for locals to rent. It makes it impossible for me to buy the properties to begin with. So, the way the real estate market works for people who aren't who aren't um, experienced in this area is um, if you're buying a property in a particular neighborhood, the, the cost per square foot of that property is based on what other people are paying in that neighborhood or have paid within the past year. So if you've got, you know, a couple of people who are buying these these properties for six hundred thousand dollars, whereas everybody else was paying three hundred thousand prior to they're massively inflating the real estate price. And this isn't hap this is not happening in all of the neighborhoods. So don't don't think that that's the case. There are still some pockets around New Orleans where you can get affordable prices um, because they're not it close enough to the tourist corridor. Basically, that's the only thing insulating these neighborhoods from the price inflation. Now, the issue is that somebody, say, for example, that wants to live in mid city, um, you, you can't afford the rent. So you've got on the one hand, you've got you know, Airbnb, Airbnb style things happening where they're inflating the rental market for people who actually live here and work here on top of the fact that a lot of people, especially in the service industry, are not getting a living wage. And you have the issue where the city now is, you know, still behind by 5,000 affordable housing units. If you ask the people who live in the affordable housing, if you could get paid more and either rent a decent sized space of your own without city assistance, if you made that kind of income, or if you could actually buy your own space because you made a decent living wage, 
would you go for that? They would say yes. Hell yeah. The majority of them would be like, I'm, a, I'm not going to need this affordable housing unit anymore because I can afford my life. Like, that's the point. So the city is concerned about having a shortage of affordable housing opportunities, but they're not remedying the cause of people needing the affordable housing, which is they're not getting a living wage. And things like Airbnb are inflating price per square foot, which is affecting investors, homeowners, or one of who people who want to be homeowners, as well as renters who can't afford the rent that people have to charge just to make a profit on their investment. So if you really want to solve the problem, you need to regulate the hell out of Airbnb. I'm like legit shit. Like if you are having more than a certain number of properties, you're not an owner occupier. You should have to pay all the fines and fees and whatever else that go along with being a hotel manager, because that's what you're doing. They need to regulate the price on these properties and regulate how many Airbnbs can be in existence because it's gotten too far for the city of New Orleans. Some other cities have been able to handle the, the, the level of Airbnb presence, but New Orleans is not one of those cities. It's been overrun, oversaturated with these types of properties that are inflating certain neighborhoods and pushing people out who are locals, who are part of the culture, who made this city attractive in the first damn place. So raising the wage to a living wage is the first step and then regulating the Airbnb situation so we can regulate this market and keep it where people can actually afford to live and work here. So going back to housing, NOLA, as I mentioned, you can read the article on BigEasyMagazine.com. The title of the article is New Orleans Affordable Housing Crisis by the Numbers, written by Jen Bentley. She's the editor-in-chief at Big Easy Magazine, so shout out to her for putting this together. Um, you can check out the numbers and get more of the st statistics there, um, but I do encourage everybody to definitely send a message directly to the city council and to Mayor Cantrell and let them know that the real solution is giving people the pay they deserve for the time and effort and everything else that they put into this city, as well as the time and effort that their ancestors put into this city. This has been Word of a Rebel. Be sure to hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Word of a Rebel. And be sure to share this episode in particular as it is vitally necessary to get this message out there. Peace.